Get up, stranger. That slash to your arm isn't life-threatening. You can use the other one to put out the fires from your infernal device. Here, use my outer robe. If your accomplice harms my friend... Then what? Why do you interfere in our affairs, Offworlder? What business is it of yours? Offworlder? And how exactly would someone from a pre-industrial society know about space travel? Interesting. To answer your question, though, I am not in the habit of standing idly by while an innocent child is forcibly abducted and dragged into the jungle for who knows what purposes by a pair of sword-wheeling ruffians. You fool! You have no idea of what you've stumbled into! No idea of what you've just done! On the contrary, I'd say it was pretty obvious what I've done. I freed a child from kidnappers and sent him with a trusted friend to the nearest town, the nearest safe place where he can be taken care of and reunited with his family. Safe? Is that what you think? Well, let me tell you what you've done, meddler. You've condemned a helpless child to sacrifice by the High Priest. You've sent a nine-year-old boy to his death. What? We were trying to save him, you idiot. You've just sent him right back to the town, and no doubt your friend will tell the Protector Guard exactly where to find us. But so help me when the Guards do come for us, I will personally make sure that you die before we do. And I won't be particularly concerned with making it a merciful end. I'm pretty sure we've lost them, kiddo. Are you doing alright? I am alright, Lady Robbie. Just tired. And a bit thirsty. What about your friend? I can't do anything about that right now. The sooner we get to the town, the sooner I can get help and come back for him. Here, take my canteen. I'm sorry it's almost empty, but you can have what's left. Thank you, Lady Robbie. Here, I left you some. You must be thirsty as well. That's very thoughtful of you. Thanks. Well, so much for the canteen. Can we find some more? Right now, we need to find the town. Ransom. Ransom? That's a pretty name. The doctor said it was east of here, so if we put the sun... Oh. What is it? This is going to make me sound like the village idiot, but is it morning or evening? How can you not know if it's morning or evening? It's, um... A bit complicated. The doctor and I just arrived a short time ago. Tell you what, just humor the woman who helped save you from the kidnappers, eh? It's evening. Right. So all we have to do is put the sun at our backs and... Hey, what do you know? This little trail we're following is heading in just about the right direction. Come on. With any luck, we should run into some larger roads before too long. I just wish I knew how far away the town was. Lady Robbie, may I ask you something? Sure, ask away. You said that you and your friend had just arrived. Does that mean you arrived from the stars? Now how would you know about people coming from the stars? Has that happened before? A long time ago, but I learned the stories when I was very young. You look like a human. Kentrosians have yellow eyes and no hair. You're very different. Hang on a minute. Forgive me for stating the obvious, but you're Kentrosian and you have green eyes and dark hair. I am a Shwari. I'm descended from the humans that came before, many generations ago. 
and one of the few that still bear the marks of my forefathers. It is a great honor, but also a great responsibility. Wow, I think I'm starting to see why someone might want to kidnap you, kiddo. Let me understand, though. Is Ashwari your name, or is it a title? Ashwari means chosen one. It is a title of respect. My name is Nico. You may call me Nico if you wish, Lady Robbie. Thank you, Nico. And you can drop the lady. I'm no one's idea of the aristocracy. Whew. It's obvious that those two who are holding you are going for a high-value target. So are you some kind of ruler then? Like a prince regent or something? Let me guess. I'm going to be clapped in irons when we get to town because I haven't been curtsying to you every five minutes, aren't I? <laughs> of course not. Don't be silly, Le- Don't be silly, Robbie. Well, that's a relief then. Seriously, though, are you a prince? Child king? Regent in waiting? I am the chosen one. Huh. Well, you've certainly got the whole mysterious thing down at a young age. The sun's getting low. I really, really hope we're getting close. I don't think we're going to have much more daylight. Come on, Nico. Let's pick up the pace. Double time. Have you nothing to say for yourself, meddler? I, uh... Quite. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't kill you right now. Because I don't think you're a killer. No? No. If you kill me, I won't be able to help undo what I've just done, in ignorance. First, though, you must tell me. Have I sent my friend into danger as well? <laughs> danger? They're more likely to hold a feast in her honor after she restores their chosen one. In fact, she may end up with more honours than she knows what to do with. Small comfort. Tell me more about this child. How is he to be sacrificed, and why? You called him the, the Chosen One. That implies some sort of religious significance, possibly reminiscent of the Aztec culture on Earth. Right now, stranger, I'm not particularly inclined to tell you anything. Look at this robe. Scorched and ruined. Blasted all. Here, you might as well use part of it to bind up that arm wound. Thank you. The last thing I need is to have every hungry scavenger in the jungle descending on the camp following the smell of your worthless blood. Now sit down, shut up, and try to remember which one of us is holding the scimitar. That doesn't sound too difficult. Mind your tongue. A killer I may not be, but so help me if you try to run off and betray our position to the Protector Guard, I'll be seriously tempted to rethink that philosophical position. Nico, are you all right? I... I think so. I tripped on a root. This is hopeless. I can barely see my hand in front of my face. It's not safe. 
We're going to have to stop for the night before we walk right into a ditch or step on a poisonous snake or something. Robbie? I'm scared. I know, kiddo. It'll be okay. We're just going to hole up right here by the side of the trail until the sun comes up and get some rest. It's getting cold. It's not too bad. I think your blood sugar's probably getting low. I bet you haven't eaten all day. I don't think I dare try to start a fire. This jungle's like a tinderbox, and even if I managed to avoid starting a forest fire, it would be like a giant spotlight for those creeps who kidnapped you. Just a second. There's... Yeah, there's a big old tree trunk right over here with a whole bunch of dry leaves around it. Come here, Nico. Sit with me. We can lean up against a tree and pile the leaves around ourselves to keep warm. Like this? That's right. There. Snug as a bug in a rug. <sighs> what I wouldn't do for some beans on toast right about now. Or a latte. Or a glass of water, for that matter. From now on, just see if I ever step out of the TARDIS again without a Hershey bar in my pocket. And a bigger canteen. What if the wild animals come for us? There's a dead tree branch right next to me, and if I can just... break it off... There! Anything that comes too close is gonna get a solid whack upside the head. Don't worry, Nico. Try to get some sleep. I'll keep watch and I won't let anything hurt you. I don't think I can sleep. Could you... What, Nico? Sometimes, when I was little, Tisa would tell me stories when I couldn't sleep. Do you tell me a story? Wow. Believe it or not, no one's ever asked me that before. Right. Once upon a time, there was a... a wizard who lived in a magic cabinet. He was a good wizard and very wise. About most things, anyway. Sometimes, on his travels, he would run into the most fearsome monsters, and he would always try to protect people from the monsters, but not by killing them. The wizard used a spell of words to try to make the monsters go away peacefully, or even turn the monsters into friends. It didn't always work, but the important part is that he tried, and never ever used violence to solve a problem. One day, he met a girl who lived in a world of soldiers. The soldiers were fighting some potato monsters, and the, doc the wizard had come to help. When the monsters were finally defeated, the girl asked if she could fly away with the wizard in his magic cabinet to see strange new worlds and meet interesting new people. Nico. Fast asleep without a care in the world. Oh, Nico. I just hope your trust in me isn't misplaced. Or yours either, Doctor. Please be alright. Please. You have to be. Did you hear that? Quiet! It's Keltis. You're alone, Keltis. What? You think I'd have the boy concealed under my cloak? Yes, I'm alone, obviously. Then our plan is finished. The boy is as good as dead. And I know just who to blame. 
Keltis, I can understand your anger, but if we could just talk rationally about this situation, I feel sure that I can help. What would help me right now is seeing your witless head rolling on the ground, stranger. Hold, Keltis. Punishing this fool won't undo what has been done. Maybe not, but it would make me feel better. Would it really, my son? Your father and I didn't raise you to have such a casual attitude towards killing. Perhaps your anger has gained the upper hand over your principles. Father is dead, a victim of the drought. In case you've forgotten, I think the injustice that we have seen means that it's time to re-examine those principles. But you're right. Even if he isn't human, he looks enough like one that he may be useful to us. I'm relieved to hear it. May I just say, Keltis, that your mother is a woman of uncommon wisdom. She's my stepmother, not my real mother. And it's as well for you that she wants you alive, stranger. Enough chatter, the both of you. We can't afford a fire, not with half the Protector Guard looking for us. Keltis, get some food. Some of the fruit, maybe. We'll have a cold meal, then you and I can take turns watching the offworlder while the other gets some sleep. We'll have to decide what to do in the morning. We can't very well head back to the main encampment, not with Gerent's forces on our scent. As you say. Here, there's linger fruit and some river root. Ugh, needs to be eaten. Starting to go soft. Eat, stranger. That's not necessary. Given the conditions, I would assume that food is becoming increasingly hard to come by. You need it far more than I. Am I a savage who holds a prisoner without food? You're right about the famine, of course, so have the decency to show proper appreciation for food when it's offered to you. Now eat the fruit. An admirable and civilized philosophy. Thank you. I'm sorry, but what was your name? Ciara. And Keltis, wasn't it? Thank you, Ciara. I'm the doctor. How nice for you. I can't tell you how thrilled I am to know that the title of the man has plunged my will back into superstition and ignorance. Enough, Keltis. Enough from both of you. Get some sleep, my son. I'll take the first watch. I'll wake you when the second moon rises and you can spell me. Very well. Keep a close eye on him. I don't trust him as far as I could throw a renker. I'm not sure whether to be offended or flattered. Perhaps you could just focus on being quiet then. Ow! Ow, ow, ow! Oh, my back! I'm gonna need a chiropractor when we get out of this mess. Those outdoorsy camping enthusiasts must be out of their stinking minds to do this kind of thing voluntarily. Nico? My... Ah, my legs hurt, Robbie. It, it's hard to move. Where does it hurt? Up the back? Like the muscles don't want to work? Yes. Like cramps. It sounds like muscle strain. You're probably not used to all the walking we've done, let alone the running. No. And the lack of food and water isn't helping matters. I hate to say it, Nico, but I think the best thing is to just start walking again. With any luck, we'll start to loosen up, and the sooner we reach your home, the better. Just let me know if it gets worse or if I'm going too fast for you. If we have to, I might be able to carry you, at least for a while. I can walk by myself. The Ashwari must learn to face hardship without help from others. All right, Nico, if you're sure. Let's go then. We'll take it slowly until we work the kinks out. You seem troubled, Robbie. What? Oh, I was just thinking about what you said. I'm not sure I approve of someone your age learning to face hardship. 
I thought you must be thinking of your friend. I am, believe me. I know he can take care of himself, but that cry. Sorry, Nico. I didn't mean to worry you. I'm sure everything will be. Lady Robbie, look! What? What is it? Nico? There's a chaluk vine here. It has fruit! I recognize it. We can drink the juice from inside. That's great. Good grief, that thing is huge. It's as big as a football. How do you get into it anyway? Huge? No. This is a small one. The drought has weakened the vine. Healthy Chalut are three times this size. Tisa always used a special tool, like a little drill, to make two holes. Then you can pour out the juice in the pulp. Three times this big? I'm not even sure I could lift something that size. Hmm. Well, I've got a pocket knife. Hopefully that'll work. Here, let me see the thing. It's tough, but it seems to be working. Ha! That's got it. Two holes done. You first, Nico. I think we're going to have to just forget about table manners and go for it. Bottoms up. <sighs> oh, that is so good. Here, Robbie, try it. You don't have to tell me twice. Mmm. Yeah, that's good. Love the pulp. Here, have a bit more. I think we can pour what's left into the canteen. It probably won't keep too long in the heat, but at least we could have some for a bit later. Finished. <sighs> yes, I feel much better now. Good. Here, you hold the canteen. I'll try to pour the juice in. Alright. Here. Hold it still. <laughs> well, I think some of it went in. Here, I've got the cap. I'll feel a lot better with a full canteen. Me too. You know, there's not much to these chalute things once you drain the juice out. It really is like a football. Here, Nico, catch! Your goalie! What? Oof! What are you doing? Um, playing football? Why? Well, I thought it would be fun. So you've seriously never played football before? The Ashwari has no time for play. Since I can remember, my days have been filled with lessons in the old knowledge and my ceremonial duties. That's not a proper childhood. That's horrible. That is what it means to be Ashwari. My people depend on me. What is childhood compared to that? No, I don't buy that excuse. It wouldn't have killed them to let you play occasionally. But I can't exactly change that now, can I? I don't understand why you'd want to. You really don't, do you? Well, I tell you what. We've still got a long walk and there's no one here to give you lessons in the old knowledge. So I'm going to give you a lesson in childhood instead. Throw me that chalut hus, Nico. Alright. Catch it, Robbie! Woohoo! I knew it! You're a natural! Run ahead a bit. I'm going to kick it and you can catch it before it goes into the goal. I did it! I caught it! Ha-ha! <laughs> you go, Nico! Throw it back! <laughs> oh, oh, over here! Over here! Throw it to me! Throw it to me! Good morning, my son. No sign of the guards? Not yet. Try the scanner. 
probably useless. It's dead. What is that? What do you have there? Nothing that need concern a prisoner. Here, I prepared some ground tuba for breakfast. We should be on our way as soon as possible. And you, did he feed you? Yes, I've already eaten, thank you. Really, if you ignore the stony silence and cold glares, Celtus has been the perfect host. I'm so glad to hear it. So we're leaving then. What's the plan, exactly? Plan? There is no plan. Not anymore. The boy will be killed and we'll be lucky to escape with our heads still attached. It was all for nothing. Nonsense. Surely it's not too late to do something. I need to find Robbie, and if we can get to the town fast enough... It's too dangerous. We'll have to wait until the next cycle, the next sacrifice. Perhaps then we can try again. That will be years from now. Not necessarily, Celtis. The Great Drought is coming more and more frequently. It may come again sooner than you or High Priest Gerent think. So, let me understand this. The High Priest is going to sacrifice this boy because he thinks it will bring rain? Obviously. Why this particular boy, though? It sounds as though the entire superstition, this uh, entire power struggle, revolves around him. What makes him so special? The boy is Ashwari, stranger. He's descended from the humans who came here many generations ago. He still carries some of their traits. His hair, his eyes. Did you not see? Or were you too busy meddling to stop and look at what was in front of you? Your point is taken, Ciara. I leapt before I looked, and now I'm trying to figure out how I can best undo the damage I've done. Little enough chance of that now. That remains to be seen, but I still don't understand. Why does the High Priest believe that this particular child, the Ashwari, uh, wasn't, can bring the rain? It's not a question of believing, stranger. It's historical fact. When drought plagues the land, the rains always come immediately after the Ashwari is sacrificed. Every single time, without fail. What? How can that be? No, no. Only the goalkeeper gets to use his hands. Everyone else has to use their feet to move the ball. Or their head. Or their chests. Yeah, okay. I guess it is kind of complicated now that you mention it. I'm still not sure I understand the point. The point? Of football? Well, it's fun, isn't it? At least that's why amateurs play it. I think the point of professional football is to make huge amounts of money and get girls, mostly. I see. Come on, you must have competitive sports of some kind here. Well, there's the challenge, I suppose. Sometimes men do that to get prestige or women. It's quite a bit different from football, though. Well, there you go, then. Same concept, different details. <gasps> Move away from the boy, woman. Or die. No! Desist, guard! This woman rescued me from the kidnappers. Look at her! But... she's... Human. You may address her as Lady Robbie. Forgive me, blessed one. Forgive me, Lady Robbie. That's... okay. And it'd be even more okay if you put away that giant sword. Yes, my lady. Please, follow me. You must return to Rainsome. No! I mean, yes, Nico should, but you must help me get my friend back. The kidnappers have him. I think he's hurt and I don't even know how badly. I'll respect my lady, but the jungle is swarming with guardsmen. They will find the kidnappers. And your friend, soon enough. Maybe so. But what's to stop them cutting him down? 
like you were ready to do me. He looks like you, Robbie. Human. When the guards see him, they will know immediately to help him and bring him back to Ransom. Humans are strong and revered among my people. I guess that makes sense. If he's like you, Lady Robbie, you will not be harmed. Have no fear. Also, I do not wish to offend, but you must be exhausted from your ordeal. Guardsmen can move faster. Get there sooner. The best way you can help your friend is to tell me where you came from so we can know where to focus our search. Come, tell me as we walk. The town is only two hours away. As soon as we reach the next checkpoint, I'll send runners out with the information. Yes. All right. You're right, of course. I'd only slow you down. And I did promise the doctor that I'd see you safely to the town, Nico. Your friend will be safe, Robbie. I feel sure of it. I hope you're right. Robbie and her friend rescued me from a clearing several hours west of here. Not far from a large riverbed. Oh dear. I've just had a very troubling thought. Please, feel free to share it with us, even though we're not remotely interested. Robbie is human. Pure human. This high priest, Gerant, is so convinced that sacrificing someone with human blood will bring the rain, what's to keep him from sacrificing her instead of the boy? Ha! I fail to see the humor. Then you fail to see the situation, which doesn't exactly surprise me. You've just sent Gerant a pure-blooded human female of childbearing age. He's hardly going to sacrifice her now, is he? Oh. I think I see where you're headed with this. That's... not good. Don't worry yourself, stranger. Doubtless Gerant will have other plans for your friend, but they will not involve sacrifice. At least, not the sort of sacrifice you're thinking of. Now, come, we must leave this place before we are found. Make way! Make way for the Chosen One! He who has been returned to us! Well, I don't know what I expected, but it certainly wasn't anything like this. The people rejoice at my return, Robbie. You'll be hailed as a hero for saving me. In their eyes, you are Ashlandi. Ashlandi? Yes, it means... Your Excellency, Yashwari has been returned to us unharmed. You have done well, Runut, and will be rewarded. You have returned the Chosen One to his rightful place, so that he may once again perform his sacred duty. Not only that, you have brought forth to us the new Ashlandi. Ashlandi, we are in your debt. Me? Yes, well, um, you're welcome. It wasn't just me, though. I had a friend. He's still out there. The runner Runut dispatched to me told me of your companion's plight. Even now the Protector Guard are closing in on the heretics, and will free your friend and bring him here to join you. Thank you. In the meantime, accept our hospitality and thanks. There will be a feast this evening in your honor. A challenge will be issued on your behalf. Come, these serving maids will show you to a place of rest, where you may refresh yourself in the compound of the Ashwari. I appreciate that. <laughs> I guess I'm in no fit state for a banquet right now. I think I've got half the jungle stuck in my hair. Renute, thank you for finding us. Your words bestow honor upon me, Lady Robbie. I hope to repay that debt of honor at the celebration tonight. Uh, don't mention it. Will you be all right now, Nico? 
Yes, Robbie. In fact, I will accompany you back to the compound. To my home. By your leave, High Priest Gerund. Go with the town's blessing, Chosen One. Come, Robbie. Lady Robbie, be seated. We are honored that you have joined us for our feast of celebration. Hope you're enjoying the hospitality of Rainsome. Thank you, Jaren. I've been enjoying it very much, and I feel much more rested, not to mention cleaner now. Good, good. Here, eat. A selection of roast hagebeest. Vegetables, fruit, wine. Food is scarce, but all the best have been made available to you this evening. Thank you. It all smells wonderful and I'm starving. Tell me, please, is there any word of the doctor yet? Not yet. But given the distance involved, I wouldn't expect there to be. Runners wouldn't get back until a few hours from now at the earliest. Oh. Okay. Well, thanks for all you're doing anyway. What I wouldn't give for a mobile phone right about now. I beg your pardon? Sorry, nothing. So, um, where's Nico? The Chosen One is resting. He was exhausted by his experiences. He will make a brief appearance later so that the people may see him and be reassured. Poor kid. Hey, what's going on down there? It looks like they're clearing part of the square. Is there going to be dancing? The guards clear space for a challenge on your behalf. Runut and Pellet, second in command of the Protector Guard, will compete for you. Nico mentioned something about the challenge earlier. It's some kind of sporting contest, right? I have never heard it described in quite that way, but I suppose you could say that. Oh, look, here they come. There's Renouk, and that must be Pellet. Swords, eh? Like a fencing match, only with scimitars? Wow. And I've got to say, those loincloths aren't leaving much to the imagination. Renouk, Pellet, you have come before us today to engage in the challenge. On behalf of the newly arrived Ashlandi, Lady Robbie. Are you both prepared for what is to come? Yes, Your Excellency. Yes, Your Excellency. Then face each other and begin. Have at you, Runut. Well, I have to say, I've never had two fit men in loincloths fight each other for my entertainment before. I used to love watching old Errol Flynn movies. You know, I think I could get used to this. I mean, they're both a bit of all right, really, if you could get past the boldness. So how are the points scored? How can you tell who's winning? I'm afraid I do not understand your words, lady. Ah, a ten. Pelik has gained the upper hand. What? No! Finish him, Pelik, and claim victory. Stop! What are you doing? Are you insane? You've... you've killed him! Pelik, you have prevailed in the challenge. Come, kneel before the Ashlandi and claim your prize. Yes, Your Excellency. Get away from me, you lunatic! You're... you're covered in blood! Quiet, girl! You're Ashlandi, a human of pure blood. You will breathe the Ashwari of the future. Helic and Runut were the two strongest and noblest men in the village. Challenge was issued and lawfully won. Helic, you have proven your worthiness through combat. A Lady Robbie shall be given to you as your bride on the morrow. Today we eat, drink, and dance.
Tomorrow, the rains come. Your friend is human, a female of childbearing age. I brought Nico here in ignorance because I thought that this was where he'd be safe. The Ashwari retain enough human DNA to trigger the weather center's transmat, where they use the ancient and barely understood knowledge to bring the rains once more, and then they die. Keltis, he's twice your size. Don't be a fool, man. Yeah! Keltis, no!